0: that's the next part of my game where I really need to show growth and development. Um, And I feel good about my ability to do that. It's just a matter of going out there in the games and and doing it. The coach has done a good job of trying to get me out of that mindset and that thought process. Um, And I feel like I've I've done a decent job with it. Now I just got to go take it into the games and do a better job of it on game day. Now that is a man who spends a lot of Mondays in the cold tub. Sam Howell, the most sacked quarterback in the NFL, leading off the DC Sports Subtle. I am Rob Woodfork, probably like the Jason Taylor of the pass rushers in this puddle. I don't know what that means? Alongside the Reggie White of the podcast, George Wallace. Now that's more like it. What does yeah. the Jason Taylor mean? Oh, you remember Jason Taylor? I do. Trust me. I remember <laughs> he was hurt. I he covered, stole I, a lot of money. I covered uh, Jason yeah, Taylor. Well. He made us
1: wait one time forever to talk to him.
0: There you go. And Dave Preston, who I'm going to say is like a Mark Gastineau. Yeah,
2: okay. uh, you know rushers? what? I'd,
0: I mean, they, you like that era, though.
2: Yeah, but not Gastineau. Can I be Dexter instead did, the of Reggie dude White? Dude, shaved his all, arms and chest all the time. Can I You're, be Dexter?
0: We trust you with an open mic, so That's, I don't know if you could be Dexter. <laughs> I'd rather be Joe Glecko.
2: <laughs>
1: Joe Glecko?
0: Right. Actually, you know what? That is a pretty good pull. Yeah. For, uh, for a Dave Preston, uh, we're talking about pass rushers because even if you're a mediocre pass rusher, you're getting to Washington's quarterback, uh, Sam Howell, the most sack quarterback in the league, as I said. And going into this game, one of the big narratives is the Giants suck at getting to the quarterback. Only five sacks. That is the worst in the league.
2: That's what the chart tells me.
0: That's right. 5X, 32. And, and, if, and if there's paper then Dave Preston is writing not, on it. It's not
1: only that it's paper, that there there are different colors. And I mean, yeah. the charts he has is truly remarkable. Yeah. And there's only one person that can read them, but they, they're, it's <laughs> it's very impressive. how you, I love your, you do have, you, and and I there's make a science
2: these, to it. And I make these charts available to everyone. And yes, everyone you do. unanimously says, no, no, yeah. no, I'm good.
0: <laughs> but uh, yeah, the Giants, worse than the league at getting to the quarterback, five sacks all season. And people are thinking, hey, you know what? Maybe this is a get-well game for the Washington Commanders because they have been so bad at allowing sacks. But I'm going to throw some stats at you here that are going to give you some pause. Okay. Atlanta had five sacks going into the game last week. They got five. They doubled
1: it. Doubled. Uh They are
0: still today the third worst team in the league when it comes to sacking the quarterback. Okay. And they got theirs against Washington. Sure. The second worst team in the league, the Chicago Bears. Five of their nine sacks on the season came against Washington. Philadelphia, five out of 20 sacks on the season against Washington. Buffalo, nine out of 24. Denver, four out of 14. Arizona, six out of 18 So the least on amount the total of, season. The
1: least has been four.
0: The, yes. So, Sam Howell has taken five sacks or more. In all but one game. All but one game. This season. Now, George Wallace is there. He sees practice every day. We can't just chalk this up to the offensive line.
1: No, and and there's a lot of talk now about and that the talk has been a lot of it has always been about Sam Howe and how long he holds the ball. That three-second clock in your head you gotta get rid of it. And he's admitted to that. But now like, you know, the so-called experts, the people that watch the film a lot differently than you and I do, say that he is holding the like a lot of these. More of the sacks than not are becoming on, are on him now, mm-hmm. and not the offensive line. The offensive line has not been terrible. I mean, look at Cornelius Lucas last week. You see the the uh, pro football. They had it was like a perfect game. He had for a perfect him. game. Yeah, yeah. So that is something to talk about. That could be a concern if he doesn't fix this. A he's not going to survive the year. Right. But then you're not. That's not winning football. That's not sustainable.
0: And in addition to Lucas uh, moving Cosme to right guard. Has been very yeah. beneficial because yeah. he's consistently right. graded high this season, Dave Preston.
2: Well, and I think we, each year we look at the offensive line and you look at uh, the picks that they make and the picks that they don't make, bringing in defensive backs who really aren't seeing the field. And there have been guys that you look around the league. I, the uh, center for the uh, New York Giants was drafted out of Minnesota. Here, the, he's made four starts. You, you, there were uh, at least four guys. Before the uh, you know the 60th pick, and I, and I don't have the numbers in front of me. I didn't bring that chart in here, as as Faye would <laughs> have it. That one. Four guys who are starting in the league at this point in time. I think one's with Jacksonville. I forget who the, who the others are. Another with the Giants. That Washington could have taken and plugged those guys in the line. Cheap labor, fic, you know, putting those guys in. Odds are, you know, having come from college, they've played multiple positions over the last four or five years. So instead of Trying to fit, you know, the square pegs into the round holes on the offensive line with veterans. Some guys who are subpar, they could have really refreshed their o- their O line instead of taking defensive backs that aren't, you know, able to see the field.
0: I mean, those guys might see the field this week. It's starting to look like Kendall Fuller's not going to play, and that's a big blow to the commander's defense because they they took a guy in the first round. I can't see the field.
2: And the defense is already having issues. 29th in the league. It's stopping the pass. They allow the third most points per game and they've been roasted, you know, more often than not. And we expected the defense to be the better of the two units. We thought that the offense would have to catch up to what the defense was doing. And right now, you know, even though Sam Howell's taking all these sacks, they're producing points and the defense is, Hanging on for dear life. They had the three interceptions in the second half this past week. I was very impressed with their play at Atlanta, even though Desmond Ritter is not going to Canton anytime Ooh, soon unless man. he wants to purchase a <laughs> ticket. But one holding them to one for seven on third down in the second half, three interceptions, and proof that just because you can do things with the football, you have to do the right things at the right time. Atlanta dominated the stats over 400 total yards, Uh, 18 first downs to just nine for Washington. Commanders couldn't move the chains on third down in the second half, but you know what? They didn't need to. They just needed to not make bad mistakes. And Atlanta did on every front from clock management to timeouts to penalties uh washington avoided a bullet this past sunday just
1: if atlanta was at all competent oh, we'd win. be
2: looking at a two and four team saying no, oh my goodness yeah. what is going on and with i this think team. that's
1: why rivera said it's an ugly win and that's why he was kind of a little you know pissed at the think like it's they shouldn't have won that game but you don't no. say that And i mean look right. there's only 17 chances you do it you take what you get and you get out of town you get a win especially on the road no doubt about it and the defense They took advantage of the opportunities. They could have dropped those balls, and we'd be sitting here being saying, like, Atlanta tried to give you the game, but you didn't take it. But Mm -hmm. they took advantage of the opportunities. St. Juice, I mean, I I don't know, Ritter. (sighs) Luckily, Taylor Heineke wasn't playing. (laughs) Right? Oh, if he plays, they win. If Heineke's playing that game, they won't Heineke
0: gives the ball away, too, but he's also going to make that one YOLO throw that somehow –
2: Ritter made three way. of them. Yeah, Heineke right. plays Heineke <laughs> plays in this game. He scores on that two point conversion by yeah. diving at the pylon. Yeah, And, yep. and then going and like this. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> uh,
1: pointing at his pointing back. Pointing at his play. back. Sorry. Yeah, yeah I forgot yeah. we're not on TV. Yeah, we're that's not. That's why on... the Kendall Fuller thing is a concern if he is in fact Did we already mention that it had been yes. hurts? Yes. I should yes. have been paying attention. Yeah.
2: Right. Um that's <laughs> why know... that's a concern. here's another concern for me the fact that this game is at one. Because so far this season, the Giants have been absolutely god-awful in prime time. Oh, got, that's uh, true. Yeah. Roasted by the Cowboys in yeah. week one. Uh, Seattle was a disaster. San Francisco was not it was not much better. And they should have won the other night, they, though. And that, even though they only lost by five and they yeah. covered the number against the Bills, that was a game that was theirs for the taking. And it was It was almost as though they gift-wrapped. Yeah. Not only did they just gift-wrap this game for the Bills, they went to, like, the gift-wrapper at the department <laughs> store. They didn't even do it themselves. <laughs> they said they paid extra to have it done. That end of and, the
1: first half. I mean, and then, yeah. yeah.
2: Brutal. This game's at one. Yeah. Uh. So I'm thinking they won't be good, but well, they won't be. Washington's not
1: any better. No.
2: Who do type. you want to see quarterbacking for the Giants? I want to see Tyrod Taylor.
0: Here's the thing, guys. Uh, George and I were talking about this. He said that you want to see Daniel Jones because he's a turnover machine. He's been a mess this year. But whenever he plays Washington, it's a different story. He's <laughs> five, Monta- one and 1. against
2: Joe Montana. Yeah. I mean, yeah
0: or Josh Allen or somebody, you know, somebody
2: better than the real Daniel. Jones. That's what Sean Anderson just said to me on the radio too.
0: 30 other teams can say they would rather see Daniel Jones than Tyrod Taylor and Tyrod Taylor. Look, I I think he's a little underrated. I think he's one of those valuable backups where if he starts a couple games for you, he can keep the ship going. He's not going to turn the ball over as much as uh, Daniel Jones, but I mean, he's a guy. I, I would rather see him.
2: He's a guy who sadly was betrayed by the system because he was in Buffalo. He should have been their starter. Instead, they tried on Nathan Peterman, who was absolutely like legendarily got awful
0: before halftime.
2: Legendarily got awful. And the fact that he lost a starting job to that clown is absolute BS. And the bills, you know, they, they they that that whole organization should have been suspended for a year <laughs> it for been mismanagement. Relegated. Exactly, they should have treated then it like go- soccer. Th- then he goes to uh, San Diego slash Los Angeles, the Chargers, and they mismanage him. They uh, puncture the uh, trainer punctured his punctured, lung. punctured his lung, yeah, uh, and, and ending whatever chance he had to be a productive quarterback and put up numbers there. I mean, it's yeah. you know the Chargers, uh, they've got you know Herbert, so you know, they're 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 in good shape, but yeah. still to be hosed out of two jobs like that. Is just, it's unfortunate. Then I think he went to the Texans. Hey, there's a great yeah. organization for you. <laughs> now he's with the Giants. Hey, there's there's an awesome offense too. You feel bad for him because these quarterbacks, you can't do a reboot. You can't reboot the video game and say, oh, we're, we're going to change things. He's going to go to a competent organization that knows how to uh, work with his skills, much like the guys that we've brought in here. Uh, and when I say we, I mean the Washington uh, you know, football team slash commanders slash whatever you want to call them from Patrick Ramsey to Jason Campbell to Robert Griffin III to uh, now the guy. <laughs> oh gosh, you know, <laughs> yeah. you just you just don't know uh, what's gonna happen.
1: The thing with the Giants, their offensive line is a mess now. So
0: I counted seven guys that are on the injury. Li- and we report? haven't seen the injury today,
1: no. but they lost somebody again yesterday. Torn tricep. Thursday. Today being Thursday, they lost somebody yesterday with a torn tricep. Like Dan- he's done. Yeah. So. If you have him back there with Daniel Jones or Tyrod Taylor with that offensive line, could your defense eat a little bit this week? I don't know.
0: So here's the thing. Washington allows 29.3 points per game. That's, uh, as I think Dave said, third it's worst. It's very generous. Third, Almost third worst in the league. Yeah. It's 30. This Giants... Offense is only averaging 11.8 points per oh game. God. Something's got to give in this game and it that's better bad. not be in Washington's defense, better feast
2: 11.8. That's like, that's expansion Tampa Bay, 1976 yeah. yes. offense, yeah. right? Yes. there. And uh, I, I think that a second week uh, for Taylor at the controls, he'll be able to, he'll be more comfortable despite the, uh, just the sloppy plate of nachos yeah. that's in front of him and in that offensive line. And he'll, I think he will play better this week. And I think it's it's going to be a this is if Kendall Fuller can't play, there's going to be some issues, you know, with, with the with the back eight, seven game because there are there <laughs> are two things. And I mean, and I say this often, there are two things that you can't hide in the NFL. You can disguise a lot in 2023, but you can't disguise a bad offensive line, yep. and you can't hide a subpar secondary. Yeah. And right now, both teams have subpar secondaries, yeah. but bad offensive lines. So, yeah, you might get burned, but you know what? If your quarterback, if the other quarterback's lying you know, in the dirt because his offensive line can't protect him, it's kind of all a wash. Do we say a tie this week, Rob? Um, no, why I would this never say be. a tie. 11-11, maybe? Be.
1: But look, last year this team should have won both games against the Giants, yep. and they just totally... Didn't, there is no reason why Washington on paper should not win this football game going to New York in the division. We haven't talked about Terry McLaurin either, by the way, seven straight hundred yard games against the Giants.
0: Oh, I didn't even know if only shot. Daniel that Jones
1: right? were throwing to him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but anyway, but this is a game that they should considering everything that is in front of you. But then do you even trust Washington? I don't trust them yet. I don't trust them. That's the problem.
0: I mean, I'm literally only picking them this week because of the Ron Rivera corollary, which is he always has a four-game win streak to keep a season from going sideways. Yeah. And so they win in Atlanta. This four-game stretch now is the most logical spot for that to happen. I know it includes – I kind of agree. You know, the Eagles, but – I think they can get the better of the Eagles uh, in that game. But I don't want to get ahead of myself. Uh, you got to beat the Giants in order to keep a streak going. Picks time.
1: All right, picks time. So, yeah.
0: All right. So.
1: You said you were only going to.
0: Yeah. So, I guess I already revealed that I'm going to pick the Commanders here. I have them 27-17. I'm going to say three more Sam Howell touchdowns. Uh, The Commanders defense giving up 4.2 yards per carry to opposing running backs they should not allow that to Saquon Barkley because number 1 Listen he may or line. may not he may not play. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's playing behind a line that is that they might have to sign guys off the street to right. play. Well, one guy and was off Barkley, the couch.
1: Remember yeah. the other day off the couch? Yeah. Right. They signed him.
0: And Barkley hasn't had a big game against Washington since 2019, so they've uh, for the most part kept their guys in check, but Um, The New York Giants have allowed a 107.9 passer rating to wide receivers, so the game plan on offense, even though, yes, you can't keep your quarterback up, you need to feed the receivers, be it screens, slants, however you want to do it, run the ball. So I'm going to say Washington has a good day. Again, not with any great swell of confidence here, but 27-17.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm going to pick them. I am, you know. (laughs) uh, Don't do me any favors. I I, I just, the thing is, this is the problem now. This should, we should be getting to a point where games like this, you should be talking about how much Washington is going to win by. In year four, yes. In year four. Is that fair? Yeah. So that, and the problem, the fact that we don't know, we have no, I, I mean, it's, it's just not good. It's just not good. But I'm going to pick them anyway. The Giants are banged up. Offensive line's a mess. Saquon may not be able to run. He may not do well. Tyrod or Daniel Jones may not survive being back there. Chase Young could have his first two-sack game of the year. Uh, Kendall Fuller is a concern. Emmanuel Forbes watched the entire game last week. Did not play a snap. I think, by the way, seven snaps total last week for the entire draft class. Again, this is becoming an issue hmm. this year's draft class. I think Forbes gets back on the field this week, especially with Fuller with the injury. Uh, so I, I think they go into MetLife Stadium. They win an ugly game. I just don't see this team playing a pretty game anytime. Uh, you know, uh, I'm gonna still, I'm gonna stay in the 20s. I'm gonna say 24. I'm gonna stick with. Uh, I'll say 14. Let's give it. I'll, I'll say 24, 14. Okay. I'll say 24, 14.
0: Way to use almost my exact score. What'd yeah. you say? I said 27, 17.
1: Well, okay. Well, it's it's 10-point, but it's not the same. you want me to change it? 24-18. Okay? How about that? I'll give you a se- Oh, 24-18. A
2: 18, little scorigami, maybe. Something along those lines. Commanders are 0-2 against the number this season as a favorite, but they're also 3-0 and 0 against the spread on the road. So something proverbially has got to give. I see them losing 19-18. This is going to be one of those frustrating yeah. 1 p.m. games that makes you just want to curse your existence. I see... You know, bad sacks by, on six both six. sides. I see Tyrod Taylor making a play that there's no reason why he shouldn't, but because you've got maybe two or three guys who shouldn't be playing back there on the back end. He's able to make those plays. I see maybe a missed field goal, maybe, yeah. uh, you know, an extra. Uh, they go for two at some point. A lot of sloppiness. And uh, the uh, I think it's Andrew Catalan is doing this game. Uh, the the CBS number four crew. This is this is their third broadcast of Commanders football in seven weeks. Well, that just and shows t- you where they, they are in the so national. You're
1: right. Mexico. So th- to your point, they went, Remember last year, they went yeah. for two up there. Was it was last yeah. year, or two years ago. Oh, I'm so glad
0: you're bringing up last year because you know who the referee crew is. I know. For this game? Same crew. I know. Crew, yeah. John, but that was the home game that It's night it's John Hussey's crew, and it was his crew that worked the Sunday night game last mm-hmm. year. And true and even casual Commanders fans, I don't know why I was trying to qualify that, that McLaurin called a wipeout a touchdown, the non-pass interference against Curtis Samuel in the end zone, that's the crew that is calling this game. So maybe they just had a bad night, you know? He was cranky, he was irritable because he was working a night game, 1 p.m. to Dave Preston's point. Maybe 1 p.m. is the trick.
2: I have the Giants beating the Commanders 19-18, last-second field goal thanks to a pass interference call on Emmanuel. I was force. gonna say this is oh, this did is. Did he just amend it? He did. Is, I said 1980. You said 1980, 18? but this yeah. is no, one. But
0: did you pick? You picked the Giants. Yeah, though, picked right?
2: the Giants. Yeah, he did. This
1: guy. I picked no, the Giants this, this the is this yeah. is one of those games. It's like a hail mary, a penalty. Graham Gano is going to hit the upright, hit the hit the crossbar and go in on a field goal Graham at the end. Graham Gano.
0: Yeah, that's usually what happens in these NFC East games. Something crazy, but uh, yeah. Isn't, I mean, it, isn't almost, it frustrating? Yeah, isn't but it? but here's the thing. This opponent, who even healthy wasn't good. Yeah. And I still think they were overrated last year. I, I predicted in my NFL preview that this team was going to – Bounce back. There was going to be a Bounce course down. correction for the Giants because I don't think they were good last year. But looking at this team with all the injuries, as bad as they've played, you should bury these guys. Yeah. You should do to them what the Bears did to you yes. on a Thursday night. and
1: the, Or the Bills did to you.
0: Right. But – won't. Again, it's it's year four of your program, Ron Rivera. When are you going to put your boot down on somebody? If it doesn't happen here, I don't think it's going to happen. They're just going to continue to eat by. They'll get their four-game win streak in order to save the season for all intents and purposes. And then they're just going to limp their way to the finish line for eight wins or seven wins or whatever just stays mediocre.
2: Seven, nine, and one.
0: Oh, this guy. Always got to have the tie. I'm just saying. You know. I don't want to see a tie. I don't want to see a tie this year. Dave Preston, tell me but what But hap- this
1: game will end in a tie. Yeah. 7-7. I mean. oh, oh, gosh. 8-8. Eight, eight.
0: Nobody wants that.
1: No, all right. Sorry. <laughs> all right. I got yeah, to be would be, AD, bad. Right, would be bad.
0: awesome. I got a Terps alum, and I got a guy who covers the Terps uh, as an AP. We're top not talking about last voter. week. Last what, what in game. the world
2: happened? We're not talking about that game. What in the world happened? You what know what? You I think we uh, this whole season we've seen them start slow. That happened. Yeah. Uh, we've seen them make mistakes in in uh, in opportune times. We saw that at the end of the first half and uh, start of the second half. They were fortunate to be in this game late, and this Illinois team, who really was not good, they should have won this game by 15 to 20 points. Mm -hmm. Instead, they had to stew over this for two weeks. So they're not back in action until a week from this Saturday when they go to Northwestern, a team that they should handle, a team that they should get their sixth win of the season against, just like they did last year. Uh, It's just unfortunate that I think a lot of people thought that this was potentially a 10-win season, and the road to get to 10 wins is you take care of business, and maybe just maybe you beat either – Ohio State, Penn State, or Michigan, you're not beating Ohio State. You lost to them already. Penn State looks really good. Michigan looks outstanding as well. So now its you're not going to get to your 10 wins, unfortunately.
0: So, I mean, where do you think they land now? Because that was arguably right. one of their most winnable games uh, in terms of the conference slate. So what's the prognosis for the Terps now?
2: I think they, uh, they come back. They went on the road at Northwestern. They still lose to Penn State and Michigan. I think maybe they lose to Rutgers because that's up there. Yeah. But you know, so they go eight and four, and then they go to another bowl, and hopefully for them it's a well, little, you know, it's it's higher on the totem pole where people aren't dumping mayonnaise on themselves. But it's it, it's I an opportunity missed. <laughs> it's an opportunity missed. Yeah. And then they year they, go, a, they go yeah. without the divisions next right. year, so you're not going to get the same. Teams, but you are going to get Washington, Oregon, USC, UCLA in the rotation. It's not like when they expanded, they added you know the lower, like the ACC brought in Cal and Stanford, two schools that talk about how academically sound they are and you know scrape to win you know six or seven games a season. You've got Two top ten teams this past weekend, one of the best games of the year, Washington and Oregon. And then you have two storied programs in USC and UCLA that recruit the heck out of Southern California. So, yeah, you're not going to play Ohio State, Penn State, and Michigan every year, but look at who you're kind of putting in there uh, to begin with. So the schedule might get a tiny bit easier with the changing of divisions, but no guarantee. And uh, Talia Tungvalu will not be here after this season because he's— gonna exhaust his eligibility so an opportunity lost against Illinois I think and it's a shame because the way that coach Mike Loxley has built this program with these kids it looked like this might be a peak season and if the ceiling's a little bit lower it makes things just a little bit less awesome
0: parenthetically Talia Tungavailoa how do we feel about him as an NFL prospect
2: I think he's a kid who maybe gets drafted in the fifth or sixth round he's he's small um he doesn't have the presence. I don't think. I, again, there there are other guys who you know have the look, the feel of a quarterback, yeah. uh, you know, in the NFL who don't pan out. And there's no reason. I don't think anybody thought that Russell Wilson would be an NFL quarterback, and he wound up being a Super Bowl starter. And yeah. winner two I, I Super Bowls. I thought he would. Okay. Well, I thought a lot would. of people. Yeah. <laughs> NC State, <laughs> NC State, who's in the business of putting yeah. together NFL yeah. quarterbacks, didn't think that he was an NFL quarterback. Let yeah. him go to Wisconsin. Yeah. So, regardless, I think, of what happens, I think when you when the dust settles on his career, he's probably going to be the best uh, quarterback in Maryland history, even though the offensive numbers are juiced a bit right. in, in the 21st 20- century. Over I think so because. Uh, Depending on how this year pans out, if he gets to 10 wins, if he's able to upset a a Michigan or Penn State, boom, he's in there because, uh, yeah, well, (laughs) uh, the, you know, Asiason had a really good career for Maryland, but they couldn't beat Clemson. They couldn't win the ACC. And that was when the ACC, you know, that was when Clemson was good, but not great consistently.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I kind of see Talia being a guy that, yes, gets drafted in the later rounds. Yeah. But then catches on if he lands in the right system, if he lands with the right coach. Like let's say I'm just th- spitballing here, mm-hmm. he lands with a uh, Sean McVay or somebody like that. I think he could have a pretty good NFL career. Cause, yeah, cause- I
2: mean, it, again, a lot of it is where the kid lands yeah. and stuff like that. I yeah. think just uh, it's one of those. I think I'm too close to the situation yeah, this year yeah. where I'm viewing him through the prism of not as a prospect but yeah. as a guy dealing with an offensive line that. Has had some issues from time yeah. to time dealing with a receiving core that he lost most of the good guys last year, and you'd see a, a Jay Sean Jones. Uh, a Joe Yashirov, and I were talking about him as a potential prospect. Next play, ball hits him in the numbers, and yeah. he doesn't make the catch. So, it, it, it I'd be intrigued to see how he would do uh, on the NFL stage. Talia, I think he's. I think he. I think he's got the tools. It's just a matter of. I, I think a lot of it is you know, can he be in the right spot? But I think he's a fifth or a sixth round guy at this point.
0: Okay. Dave Preston, AP top 25 voter, college football extraordinaire. Can Uh, we highlight an exciting weekend? I was going to say, like, let's get to what else to look for on Saturday.
2: Sneaky good game this Saturday in Annapolis. Everybody talks about Army-Navy, but Navy-Air Force has been a, a fantastic game. For the last I don't know, since I've been you know even before like in the 80s 90s it's always a fun game to watch and it's on the campus site so you have that intimate feel as opposed to Army Navy which is in an NFL stadium where they've taken some of the 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 small time fun out of it so that's a big one that's at noon Air Force unbeaten but their starting quarterback uh, is out with a knee injury I believe uh, Falcons uh, own the best rushing offense in the uh, in college football which is kind of ironic because ground attack and they're the air force in theory <laughs> <laughs> then meanwhile at the end of the day you've got Mich- uh, you've got uh, Virginia taking on North Carolina the Tar Heels have the number one passing offense in the ACC uh, uh and they Virginia even though they have, are coming off a bye week they're going to be hard pressed to stop this UNC team all
0: right Dave Preston you had, press those picks yeah. on WTOP.com Already on a day yeah. early I mean the
2: day early how yeah. about that yeah. Kippy and Buffy going with a Claret
0: all right well, I don't know who there. that is, but I know who yes, these guys do. are. You're I am Rob Woodfork alongside George Wallace, Dave Preston. Thank you for joining us on the DC Sports Huddle, and we are breaking Huddle.
1: Dang, so close no, to doing no, thanks, it, too. <laughs> Gonna do it.
2: <laughs> no, you're not.